0: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stalbaum. Welcome. Good morning, everybody,
1: on this beautiful Thursday, February 4th. We're rolling along. We're in the second month of the year 2021. And we are grateful to be alive in Jesus. Glad you guys have joined us here on Morning Breath. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What we do on Morning Breath is we take a chapter of the Bible, read it, Spend some time in the Word with the Lord, and then I and a coast come over to the studios at the Maradon Campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we pick whatever part of the chapter uh, and whatever verses, and and we look at them. I've got a little bit of a going to throw a curveball at Pastor David, who is my co-host today, and just a little bit—yeah, I knew you would be— I'm going to throw him a little bit of a curveball. Or uh, the the f- football doesn't always bounce straight because it's got a kind of a weird shape. Mm-hmm. Great for throwing, but once it hits the ground, it does weird things. But anyway, Pastor David's here, and that's what we do. We get into the Word, and we're going to get in there just a little bit different today, but we'll have fun doing it. How awesome. you doing, Pastor
2: David? I'm doing great, man. I love being here. I love jumping into the Word. This is a great time to uh, to just have either a personal Bible study for yourself and then listen to this and hear you know, two pastors talk about it, or even, man, one day start a small group with it, and you guys get together and talk and listen to the to the podcast, however it is. But a great way to have this resource readily available to you, if you didn't know, go to our website. That's eccc.us. You can find a tab there that will get you everything you need for Morning Breath. But most importantly, probably the best way for anything East Coast is get our app. Go to your app provider. Get Put in East Coast, the East Coast app. You'll see our logo come up. Download that. You'll get everything Morning Breath, everything from our weekend um, uh, our weekend services, our events that we have coming up, small groups, a lot of resources for your walk with Jesus are on that app. So I want to encourage you also follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Mm-hmm. YouTube is an incredible resource right now for you as well. We have Morning Breath, episodes of Morning Breath that are on it from Pastor Matt and Jessica. And I've mentioned the weekend services are also on that. We've got worship. We've got songs. It's a great resource. So check us out on YouTube as well.
1: Absolutely. Glad to have you. You know, the other thing, and I'm just going to throw this out. I want to give you a little bit of encouragement. Uh, Bible study. How do you do it? I just want to encourage you. What happens with us, we come in here. We've got an engineer behind the board. Nick's over there. How are you doing, Nick? I'm doing well. And we sit down, and we end up talking about all sorts of crazy stuff. Mm. You know, uh, talk about the Super Bowl. Amen. Super Bowl's coming up, right? What yep. is it? This weekend, right? It is this weekend. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. Anyway, we end up talking about football a little bit, and we talk about maybe David's family or kids. We talked a little bit about family stuff. We're, you know, we're, uh, you know, Nick, I mean, he needs everything, so we talk about (laughs) and just about anything will help Nick. But we end up having great fellowship and just messing around for a while together before we get into the program. And I don't know, maybe that's one of the things that's missing in the body of Christ today is just getting two people together totally to to get into the word together totally i think it's always been powerful whenever i've gotten in the word with somebody else and i don't know many people that actually do much of that anymore yeah and i think it has a power uh to create great friendships come on as well as uh empower one another uh, through the word of god anyway just a thought if that hits you in the right way great we got a couple things going on we got baptism week this saturday and sunday and we got an event page you, you can look at, uh, ECCC.us backslash events for more information. And then we got something else going on.
2: We do. We got Super Serve Sunday, February 7th. That's Super Bowl weekend. Come out. We're gonna be. We're all going to wear our jerseys on this Sunday, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, type of jersey yeah, it is. Yeah. It's great. If you like soccer, wear your soccer jersey. But yeah. come on out. But what we're really doing is we're just all getting together and just finding a way to serve at church for the goal of lifting up the name of Jesus and making anybody that's their first time at church church as comfortable and as easy as possible for them to get their kids into kids' church, find their way to a seat, feel comfortable, feel safe, know where the bathrooms are even, have a hot cup of coffee. All this is so important when it comes to having a new person welcomed into the body of Christ so that they can hear the gospel and worship God. So we want to encourage you to super serve Sunday. February seven, so three times fast. I know, right? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, super serve Sunday, super serve Sunday, super serve Sunday. I got it. Yes, was that fast? Uh, and it was, super serve Sunday, super serve surfs- Sunday, super serve Sunday. As fast as I could do it. <laughs> I didn't actually but, say uh, it. I just <laughs> you know, what I love about this weekend, what? that weekend is that um, a lot of people are texting me. I'm a diehard Buccaneers fan. Been a Buccaneers mm-hmm. fan for like 30 years now, and. Um, they're asking me for a jersey to wear to borrow, and some of them are Green Bay Packer fans. And are you? Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you, and Whoa. I'm humbly and the depth of traitorship. I'm actually now. Now I can't even say humble because I just announced it on. Yeah, <laughs> that is not guess, that humble. Not that humble. No, not that humble. But uh, you know, kudos, kudos, great joy giving them a, loaner, a jersey though, jersey. It, it? it is the best feeling <laughs> in the world.
1: <laughs> not so much from the New Orleans <laughs> Saints
2: fans. They're not even oh. talking to me anymore. I don't yeah.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: they're talking to me. Yeah, We're having fun. They're, they're We're having fun. Okay.
1: Yeah. Hey, it hurts when your team loses. It does. Yeah. That's just it. And so now you know why there's so much pain in my life. Right. Um, no, I'm I'm a Denver Bronco fan. Been a rough five years. But anyway, let's get in the chapter. Let's We're in do it. Uh, Proverbs chapter four. I'm gonna split verse thirteen. I'll read one through thirteen. You take it fourteen through is twenty-seven. Okay. Is the end. So pretty close to thirteen. You get fourteen verses, I guess. Love it. Hit me. All right, Pastor Ann, I say to you, read, sir. I'm going to be read for the New King James. Hear, my children, the instruction of a father, and give attention to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Uh, Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, let your heart retain my words, keep my commands, and live. Get wisdom. "'Get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and in all your getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace.'" Mm a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear my son and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. When you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the
2: wicked and do not walk in the way of the evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they have done evil. And their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and they drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. The day of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it springs the issues of life. Put away, you, put away from you a deceitful mouth and but and preserve and perverse lips far from you and let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established do not turn to the right or the left remove your foot from
1: evil ah uh, men okay uh, a couple things what uh if you were to pick you know one or two verses out of this chapter which one stood out to you the most today? if I had to say it's
2: actually um the the opening line um of the number one hear my children and the instruction of the father give attention to the uh, for the understanding um either that or one or two are kind of equal to me on that um uh-huh. is as was a really big one that kind of stood out to me
1: okay let's talk about it for a minute um when when I read that this morning I thought you know i I did a little uh, did a little genealogy in my head. Mm-hmm. I thought about, well, you know, here's Solomon talking to his kids. Mm-hmm. And he also uh, talked about when I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, which uh, you're thinking about Bathsheba. And mm-hmm. I thought about David. I thought, here's a guy that at this point in his life still remembered what it was really like to do life right, mm-hmm. not get wrapped up in chasing money or, in his case, 800 concubines and all mm-hmm. the other things that he did later in his life. But at this point, he still has a pretty clear view of how it worked for him mm-hmm. and how he can make it work for his kids.
2: Yeah, and I really feel like what, what really hit me on that was actually, um, I think it's like Exodus 20, um, Ten Commandments honor thy father and mother. And, you know, for, for honor thy father and mother, you shall have long life and you will inherit the land which your God has given you. All right. And he's here saying, listen, um, I have wisdom. Um, my father has given me wisdom. I'm trying to give you something that you need more than gold, more than you. I mean, you can go right down the line. And I feel like and, he, and uh, down later, he unpacks kind of the picture of it. When you go to move in life, whether you go move fast or slow, you know, wisdom is like the safety cage that you put, you put, you know, around you, the yeah. choices, the decisions, yeah. the people. And he's saying, listen, let me let me give you what you need to actually make it in life. And, and I just really I really love that because he could have he could have said, let me tell you how to use money. Get yeah. more money. Oh, yeah, than, yeah, yeah. I mean, how many movies are made off falling, finding Solomon's treasure? Yeah. But Solomon's saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. if I'm going to give you who I love more than anything in the world, if I'm going to
1: give you something, it's going to be wisdom. You guys need wisdom. Yeah. So so if you're, you go to the book of Proverbs, and okay. this is going to go to back to what you said, Pastor David. Mm-hmm. If you go to chapter 1, it starts by saying, uh, it says, These are the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. And then verse 2 says, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, equity, to give prudence to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion, a wise man will hear and increase learning. And it just starts out by saying, all of this stuff here is is so important. It gives a list of all of it. And then verse 8 says, my son, hear the instructions of your father. And then if you look at chapter 2, the way it starts, my son, if you receive my words. And then if you go to chapter 3, my son, don't forget my law. And then 4, hear my children, the instruction of a father. You know, one time when I was young in the Lord, um, I was believing something uh, found in in, uh, chapter 3, actually. Mm -hmm. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. There's just so many things in that portion of Scripture that speak to my heart. And I was believing that, trusting God. And I said to someone, when they asked me about the circumstance or situation I was in, when I told them I was believing Proverbs, they said, well, let's look at it in the Bible. And uh, we're reading it. And then uh, verse one said, my son, what the lady said to me is, how do you know that's to you? And I said, well, it says right here, my son, don't forget my law. And I'm I'm a son, and she said, are, "You're not Solomon's son, are you? How do you know that's talking to you?" And I was confronted as a young believer mm. with like, "Oh my gosh, I'm not Solomon's son." But you know, there is no way God wrote all of this book, all the <laughs> Word here, just for oh that yeah, of course. Proverbs, so he's only for Solomon's son. Mm. It's not for me. And I, you know, I said, "Well, where do we draw the line?" Everything in the Bible is written to somebody else. Yeah, everything in the entire Word of God was written to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Wasn't written to me. I don't have any of it. Say, you know, I come close with the Book of Daniel, right. but you know, that's Daniel writing to other people. You know, I, yeah, you know, my name isn't Timothy. Yep. You know, I'm I'm not getting a letter. You know, uh, from from Paul. I can't put one my name in any of these verses then. It's either one of them or none of them. I mean, it's either all of them or none of them. And so I went through a wrestling in my heart and where I came down is there's two things going on here. One is this is God our Father. Yes. talking to us to give us wisdom. 100%. And it's instruction to us as fathers on how to how to raise our kids. And I would just recommend <coughs> One of the things you should have your kids doing is read a proverb a day. At some point in their life, they need to read a proverb on on the first. They need to read Proverbs one on the second, Proverbs two, and go through the book of Proverbs for a year or twenty, mm-hmm. uh, a year or twenty years. Uh, you know, I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm with you. I've read I've read a proverb a day for well over twenty years
2: because uh, <clears throat> this is like. I love the Word of God. If anybody plays pool or billiards, it is, for me, sometimes the Word of God in your heart is like when the balls are all cluttered around the one you need to get into the pocket. Well, the word of God can come and knock the ones out of the way. That temptation, I mean, that struggle, that, you know, stronghold, however you want to look at it. Whatever it is, yeah. That, man, you can hit a verse and you'd be like, and you, you, his grace is sufficient for yep. today. Yep. And that's what he's talking about here when he says, you know, wisdom, he has a feminine um, description of wisdom here when he talks about her path and she will lead you. and, and, He's talking about, hey, the word of God will 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 lead you to where you need to go. Yep. Wisdom is a good thing. It's something that will help you. And I and I love that about this passage. Because, and and going back to what Pastor Ann was saying about when it comes to the Word of God can't be for that specific person, because we felt that before with Jeremiah. Jer- the prophet Jeremiah yeah. has a lot of nationally-based prophetic words that have also, like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, you know, the plans I have for you, peace, and to prosper you. Uh, some people are like, well, that was for Israel. That's not for you. No, that's for you. Because once the Word of God became flesh and walked this earth as Jesus Christ, and it went to the cross... He says, Father, forgive them. And now all of us who have repented from our sins and put our hope in Jesus Christ are now heir to the thrones of Jesus Christ. Therefore, we are now family. Therefore, we are now sons of the God Most High who wrote this himself. So, you know— Grab a hold of that word. Pastor Ann's so right on that. Grab a hold of that word and, and make Don't it, yours. Yeah. it. Don't let anybody talk you out of it. Yeah.
1: Don't let anybody talk you out of it. You know, what I wrote down at the top of this chapter, I wrote down path proverb. Mm. And uh, it just has so much to say about the path of your life. Mm. I mean, I, I, I circled path a few times at verse 11, I've led you in right paths, verse 14, oh, wow. do not enter the path of the wicked. And there's just, you know, the way, there's the way, there's there's just so many different things about here, which way you, you should go. And so I think this is a great Proverbs. Like, I mean, put away a deceitful mouth from you, put perverse lips far from you, let your eyes look straight ahead, Look your let your eyelids look right before you ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. This is a great scripture to kind of line things up and really take, take your life and lay, lay, lay this over it and say, is there some areas I need to adjust the path? You know, am, is that, if I keep going down that path, where will I end up? Come on. And, and it might be a money thing. Yep. Let's say you're, you're buying something or spending money on something that's become a bit of a reflex or a habit or just a fun thing to do. Well, where will that lead you if you keep going down that road? Mm-hmm. Could you do something more powerful and life-changing, even if it was, hey, what if you save that $30 a month, for 30 years what would it be worth you know they're they're just or or it could be you know you're you're flattered by the attention that a young lady gives you at work yeah I was just going to say you're, that you're flattered by it just going to say Go that. ahead. Take man. over. Oh, man, I don't want to
2: <laughs> cut you off, man. No, no, I give it to you. <laughs> man, I yield. Because that's why he says here, keep your heart with all diligence. I love he uses the word diligence because I'm going to say this. I don't actually know where the reference is, but I know it's an actual scripture. I think it's Romans. <laughs> all right? But he says, those of you with the gift of leadership, do so with all diligence. All right? Here, keep your heart with all diligence diligence, you've got to constantly be saying, whoa, what, what made my heart move? But like Pastor Jan said, mm-hmm. "Oh, did the attention of that young girl make my heart move? Uh, well, hold on a second. How does that road end? Because in the very next proverb, he talks about, you know, your wife is meant to be the one to fulfill you. Don't be giving. or yeah, It's, it's five. Yeah, yeah definitely okay. it's five. He's and like,
1: it's and it's Romans 12, 8. Yes. He <laughs> exhorts right and exhortation. Yeah. He who gives yeah. with liberality, he who leads with diligence. It's,
2: it's, you know, like, I knew it was in the book. Somewhere. It's in there. Uh, it's uh, in like, there. Because for out of it springs to issues of life. And you, you have got to know that when when the, the accuser, the Satan is referred to really as two things. He's referred to as many things, but look at the template of his battle plan, all right? Yeah. He tempts and then he accuses. Well, guess what? You're the in-between connection of the temptation and the accusation. Yeah. You are the action, and you are the only one. So you know what? When you commit that sin and you step out off that temptation, he's able to back up and say, "Hey, if this was a courtroom, I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> that was right. all you, man. Yeah. You know." And yeah. then you're stuck, hurting your family, hurting your church, yeah. hurting your career, hurting your honor. It Actually, says in here, you'll you'll lose honor. It might be in five. Yeah. Like you're like, talks, man, you'll lose the honor of your life. Like so, man, guard your heart with all diligence.
1: Keep your heart. Well, it says in verse 8, exalt her, she'll promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. So, Come on. So the opposite of that is you'll lose honor mm. if you're not embracing wisdom. So it's in there, even if you got to look at it in the negative, from the negative point of view. And, uh, you know, this, the part that you touched on is such a powerful portion, verse 20 uh, through 24. For me, really, even through the end of the chapter, it's so powerful. My son, give attention to my words. So this is such an encouragement on how to make art i got to back up what well, we got two, two, three minutes verse 18 says but the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter until the perfect day so we've got this picture of like you get up in the morning and the sun's rising and there's a little crack of light where the sun's starting to creep over the horizon let's say you're going fishing and you're going mm-hmm. heading due east out into the ocean it's so exciting the sun starts to crack up, and then more and more light goes as the sun rises. That's how the Bible says your life's supposed to be. But the sun never sets in the, in, in the life. It just keeps getting brighter and brighter mm-hmm. and brighter and brighter. It shines ever brighter until the perfect day. What's the perfect day when you're with Jesus? I believe what it says in verse 20 starts to tell you how to make that happen. And how to make that happen is give attention to my words— and climb my ear, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not then let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Why? For they are life to those that find them and health, health to all their flesh. And then keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. And so there's a this section right there, I believe, is telling you how to do it. And I also believe it's included in that is put away from you a deceitful mouth. And put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet. This is telling you how to walk in a path that is brighter and brighter. Remember I said in the beginning that I wrote, this is a path chapter. Mm -hmm. And he really makes it clear in verse 18, but the path of the just is like, and then I think he tells you how. And so, or how, how to make it at least make it better, better, and better.
2: Which is incredible because so many people in life Want to know their path, want to know their purpose Want to know their calling Yeah, absolutely. Your path, let me help you right now And your calling and your purpose Is to glorify and lift up the name of Jesus Christ You might do that as a writer, you might do that as a preacher You might do it as an entrepreneur You might do it as however it is But your purpose in life is to lift Actually, I'd probably say maybe two things One, lift up the name of Jesus Two, make disciples And the more I think, you could probably sit here and throw more Be a good husband or wife be a good parent. It's so much more simpler in our cele- than our
1: celebrity-based consumer culture plays it out to be. Oh, absolutely, brother. I think we get in trouble when we we say, oh, I'm going to be this and do that. Mm-hmm. You know what you ought to be? You ought to be a follower of Come Christ in. and do your best. And whatever's set in front of you, do a great job with it and continue to grow. And if you get the opportunity to go to school, go to school. If you get the opportunity to learn a trade, learn a trade, whatever it is, just keep moving in that direction and do it well, and God will take care of the rest. Hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment.
0: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira,
2: Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and
0: Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey,
2: hit it, David. I tell you what, this whole, the, Pastor I was saying earlier, uh, this path chapter is so cool because, you know, I just read the other day, I'm reading a book called uh, 50 Christians that you need to know, um, and one of them is Matthew Henry, wrote a lot of commentaries, he did some really, really amazing stuff for the body of Christ, and he was around, alive around like the 1600s, I think 1714 is when he died. But Seriously, on, that long ago? Yeah, and so on his deathbed, That's here's crazy. this guy who like epically revolutionized the how we Um, read the word of God
1: I have his commentary on my computer every time I open it
2: and he says on his deathbed he goes hey come here you to the person that was uh, in there for medical stuff he goes you're here for last words right and they're like yes he goes my last words I want to leave with everybody is that a fulfilled life is one where you walk with Jesus And it was like, man. And it's like, when we look at this, that, you know, the most fulfillment we can have in life. And he dropped
1: the mic and went to be with the Lord. Yep. That's crazy. Excellent
2: stage left. So I wanted to leave that with you guys today. Wow.
1: That's an incredible picture. And I do think that's what the chapter's saying. Wisdom is the principal thing. And I think in this chapter, even though it's feminine, wisdom is Jesus. Come on. Because he is obviously the principal thing. Hey, you guys have a great day. Keep him first. And we'll see you tomorrow on Morning Breath. See you, Pastor David.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app.
1: It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.